Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Ethical Man Whore. I'm your host, The Ethical Man Whore himself, Jeremy Williams. Yes, I gave you my last name. Does it matter? No. It just felt weird that I was saying just Jeremy as your Ethical Man Whore host, and it felt weird. We're not going to dwell on it, so we're going to keep it moving. Uh, So... I got some stuff to talk about today. I was going to do something totally different today for my third episode. We were going to talk about, you know, terms and definitions, what means this, all this good stuff. But I feel like that can wait until later because this, this episode is going to be a lot more important to me because we're going to talk about some real shit. Okay. This this episode's gonna be fucking real. I'm gonna cuss a lot. You guys are gonna ignore it. Because this shit... Uh, it's a lot. It's just a lot. Today's episode, we're gonna be talking about date naps. That's right, people. We're gonna be talking about date naps. Why? Because that shit is aggravating as hell. And it's so annoying. That's why. So many of you are probably wondering to yourself, you know, when when should I start with dating apps if you're new to polyamory? And that the answer there is going to be whenever you personally feel ready to do so. Because I, nobody can tell you when you need to do it. There's no timetable or anything like that. It's just whenever you feel you've you know done your own research enough learned as much as you feel like you need to and are just ready to jump into it it's up to you for whenever you're feeling like i need to find a partner or something like that you know along those lines whatever whatever you're feeling if you're ready to do so get you a dating app whatever that might be uh, it'll be, you know, that'll be for, you know, single poly people or people in couples. Uh, the two are going to experience different things, uh, mostly because the adjustment period for couples is going to be a little different because you've got your anchor partner to consider, you know, their feelings because their feelings matter too. Okay. When you're single poly, you don't have to worry about, you know, someone at home when you're going out on a date. Uh, so, and to to be fair, I also am not entirely sure what it's like to date as a single poly person and not have a nesting partner or an anchor partner or anything like that. When I first got into polyamory and learned what it was, I was already married. I was already three or four years into a marriage. So I don't know what it's like. I'll have a guest on at some point who is or was a single poly person who could, you know, maybe shed some light on the subject. But until then, everything's going to be my opinion because it's my show and I do what I want. Just kidding. Sorry. I'm touching it. I need to stop touching stuff. So if you hear random noises, it's it's me. It's my fault. My bad. That's my fault. Uh, ADHD is in full effect today. And 
you don't know it, but I just recorded 15 minutes of a whole goddamn episode and someone fucking called me and stopped the recording because they're rude, but we won't dwell on that. We'll move past. Anyways, so for couples who are new to polyamory, uh, what you're going to want to understand is the communication, just like I said in episode one and two, is key for everything. Uh, I'm going to come back to communication throughout the entirety of this podcast. So if you're not one of those people who talk about your feelings, you're going to have to be because that's that's what's most important. You need to understand that how you feel while your partner is on a date is valid and you need to make them aware. That doesn't mean come across as a as an asshat, but you need to be like, hey, this is what I felt while you were out on your date and I'd like to know what you felt while you were out on your date. But before all that happens, you need to be calm, cool, and collected and you just, you know, your partner probably had a really good time. They had a lot of fun. And when they come back home, You should ask them, you know, how was the date? How did you feel? What did you guys do? Was it fun? How were the vibes? Do you see it going anywhere? Would you like to go on another date? Almost like you would do with your friends if they went out on a date with someone. Just like we did in high school when your your friends went out on a date with whoever and you wanted to know how the date went. It's, you're basically the same thing. Couples, couples who live together. I like I like to say that we are having a permanent sleep slumber party with our best friend. So you're basically doing that. You're just, you know, gossiping with your bestie, so to speak, to know what that well, you know what the date was like. And once all that's over, then you can get into the deep conversation. Then you can be like, all right, so. While you were out on your date, this is, this is, you know, how I felt. And it's nothing personal. This is just how I felt. That way we can address it. And then you can tell me how you felt while you were on your date and go from there. So, like a little, little, little side story for, like, personal views on it. When my wife and I went on our, our dates first... Uh, whoever would come back, we would talk, you know, do the whole gossip and Gabby thing. Talk about, you know, how was the date? What did you do? Blah, blah, blah. Was there a kiss? Oh my God, that's so cute. Things like that. But what we ended up having to do was like, okay, so while you were on your date, so if I were to tell her how I would feel, I would be like, oh God, I feel like you're going to find someone better than me and want to leave me and whatever. But that's, you know, the adjustment to polyamory. You don't, you know, you don't know for sure, you know, what these real feelings are or what they could be. But you got, you've got to be able to communicate those feelings in a calm and rational way so that your partner can be like, okay, so I understand how you feel. I acknowledge how you feel, but this is this is what it really is. And that's what we had to do. 
And for the person who's out on the date, they might feel like, you know, I had a good time with this person, but what I felt was I felt like I was betraying your trust. I felt like I was doing something wrong. And that's, you know, that's just from my perspective or our perspective. Um, Other people might feel differently when they initially go on dates with uh, a new partner or people who are new into polyamory. But that's how we felt. So it was just talk about your feelings, acknowledge them so that the two of you can understand and move forward together so that every time that there's a date, you're okay with how it, how it works out and you're okay with where it goes from there. So that's the, you know, fun, soft part of said podcast. The rest of this podcast is going to be all dating app related. And yes, it's going to be from my perspective. So don't get your panties in a wad. It's all about me, my show, my views. I'm just kidding. I'm not being rude. But no, for real, I'm I'm only going to be talking about my opinion on this. Other people might have a different, you know, aspect or a point of view on how dating apps worked for them. So this is just for myself. Um so time for the real shit. Dating apps are hard as fuck. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for coming. Just kidding. No. But for real, dating apps are really, really hard. They're just... I don't know what makes them so hard. And I and it's, I don't know. It's, it's... As an extroverted, introverted person, it's, it's, it's like I want to meet people, you know, out in person. But I also don't want to talk to anybody. I just don't feel... I don't know, comfortable randomly talking to a stranger and being like, hey, so let's go on a date or something. It just like it doesn't click in my brain. So that's where dating apps for me personally are better because you can get onto your bio and you'll talk about yourself. You know, this is me, blah, 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 and just go from there. But again, As an extroverted introvert, it's hard. It's really, really hard to just talk about myself because I'm not conceited or anything like that. I don't, I don't ever, you know, toot my own horn or like, like talking about myself. I don't talk about myself in person with people. I'm always talking about literally anything else. It's just, I don't like to talk about myself. It's hard. Help. Because I always, like, how how am I supposed to come off as, you know, genuine? And I'm sure other people feel the same way. Like, how am I supposed to come across as, like, a regular dude or gal or, you know, whatever you identify as or whoever you identify as? Like, how do I come across as just regular me and not a douche you know how do I 
make myself seem approachable with just some texts, you know, because in person you can make yourself look and seem approachable by your looks because, you know, you're smiling, you're having a good time at, you know, a bar or wherever you are. And somebody's like, hey, I think that person is kind of cute. Let me go talk to them real quick. You know, but on a dating app, it's just like your words get misconstrued as something else. Almost like, oh, this person sounds so full of themselves and it's just not for me or something. And it's just not working. It just doesn't work out for whoever on that dating app. So it's really, really hard. And so I try my best to make myself seem calm, cool, and collected, like, I, you know, I'm just here, you know, talk to me, we'll chat it up, things of that nature, and blah, 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 but it's hard, to, it's hard to do, because you don't want to come across as, or at least I don't want to come across as overconfident, and like, hey, here's me, I know I'm great, go ahead and swipe right, and uh, take you on the best date of my life, your life, all of our lives. That's just not, ugh, it's not, that's not how I operate. I'll give you an example. My girlfriend, she was, what was it, last weekend, I think, uh, she was here and we were talking about, you know, Tinder. And she matched with this guy, I think she matched with him, or she was just looking at his profile. And his profile was a huge red flag. He was talking about how much money he makes and what the, he does this and he knows you the person looking at his profile better than most because he is just that in tune with everybody he knows what you want before you even want it and blah 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 and I was just kind of like ugh, unmatch no that dude sounds gross and not that I say that kind of stuff on my profile, but I just don't want to come across as that way. Like, I don't want anybody to look at my profile and just go, ugh, you know, because I do that a lot. That sounds bad, but like, it's just the way people say things. And it's not the people that I'm, you know, trying to match with. It's like people who are on my girlfriend's dating apps or my wife's partner's dating apps, things of that nature, or like telling me, you know, what they're going through. And it's kind of like, uh, uh, no. So I try to just, for me, and I, you know, I suggest this for everyone, uh, to just be yourself on your dating app. Don't try to say, you know, cool and slick shit and try to be Mr. Suave and, you know, this, that, and the other. Because I just, for I don't see it going over well because you can say all kinds of stuff in your dating app, but when it comes down to it, in person, you, you don't talk that way. Most of the people don't talk that way. It works easier to be yourself. And that's what I used to tell my friends in college, to just be yourself. Because, uh... Another little anecdotal story. Um, we would all, we would 
we would hang out in my room. I was an RA my junior year. And we would hang out in my room or they I would do literally anything and they would just kind of come over and want to want to talk to me about questions. They'd have girl questions. And I guess they saw me as the ladies man of the group, which was I don't know, I I guess okay. I guess cuz they asked they they saw me with a different girl all the time. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be braggadocious or anything. That was just, I was single and I was in college and was just trying to live my best life. I was just trying to live up to the man whore name. You know, that's just, that's, that was me. Um, some of my listeners who know me have known me since college. They can tell you like, yep, yep. Jeremy has been this way since college. And, uh, they would always ask me, you know, how are you, how are you with all these girls all the time? And I guess they would assume that I'm having sex with all these women, but I was flirting with all these women all the time just because flirting is fun. I like to flirt. Uh, I still like to flirt. So they would just ask me, you know, how are you talking to these women? And it was people, they would, you know, people, people would think that I'd be out of these women's league and like not to sound again like a douche or to be braggadocious but like the league thing makes no sense to me you're not in you're not out of anyone's league it's just about confidence and not overconfidence and not underconfidence but like just being yourself being you being real just being the real fucking you and people like that shit just be cool dude like just fucking calm down you know and that's what I would tell them. I would just be like, don't, you don't need to hit them with a pickup line or some slick shit or whatever. Just, just be you, you know, tell a little joke or whatever, make them laugh, something like that. But you ain't got to, you know, you don't have to be Rico Suave over here trying to like talk a girl out of her panties or something like just make them feel comfortable around you and talk to them as a real person. And, you know, they will do the same thing. If they're feeling you, they'll let you know. If they're not feeling you, they'll let you know. But you don't have to be weird about it. That's where people get mixed up. Making it weird. Just be cool, you know. Just be you. So, that's just how I see it. It's just, I don't know. People just make, make shit so difficult. And I guess because that's the way the world people want to be, you know, pick up lined and they want to talk to someone who's, you know, quote unquote, weak Rico Suave, but that that's not the case. And that's what makes dating apps, you know, in my opinion, hard. It makes it sound easy, you know, just being yourself or whatever, but it's just not the case because it just seems like everyone wants, you know, Mr. Cool or whatever. So it just doesn't work out for me anyway, because on my profiles. So I'll just, you know, I'll just go ahead and get into it. Some of my own troubles with, you know, dating has just been. I don't know my profile, I feel like on uh, one of the main dating apps that I use myself 
is okay Cupid, uh, mostly because they are one of the most poly friendly dating apps, you know, out there. Uh, they have a identifier that lets you pick as, you know, ethically non-monogamous or polyamorous or you know whatever. So that way it's, you know, it's right there on your profile. And even in my bio, I go into saying, hey, I'm polyamorous, um, married, we date separately, all this kind of, you know, whatever. I just, my de- my profile is detailed as much as I can for someone who's introverted and doesn't want to talk to anyone. But... I've had this profile since the beginning of our polyamorous journey. So what is that? Like roughly a year, maybe a few months, something like that. I don't keep up with dates. I I don't do that. And that's my own fault. But um, my own problems with it is like having this profile for, you know, this that long. I've had, I don't know three like in-person dates with people and I can tell you exactly how those turned out one turned into a great friend after a mutual ending between the two of us and I talked about her in the first episode we are really great friends we talk now and you know she's doing really great and I love that for her and I'm doing really great, and she loves that for me. She is a really good listener, a uh, really big fan. Shout-outs to you. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, another one turned into my current girlfriend. We we just clicked because she's a big nerd, and I'm a big nerd. And, you know, our relationship's just growing from there. And the only other rela- other match that I had on that website it kind of just ended in confusion. And those were the only three people that I met in per- in person. Let me think. Yeah. Those are the only three people out of the I don't know how many that I've matched with that has gone anywhere. One was one I still have in my life and I you know, I cherish that friendship because you know, no matter how many times we don't talk for weeks and weeks on end, as soon as, you know, either one of us texts each other, we're cool. Yo, what's going on? Oh, that's awesome. All that kind of fun stuff. And, you know, obviously my girlfriend, really into her. She's she's kind of cool. I love her. You know, she's, she's pretty dope. And then the other one, they just kind of ended in confusion. We won't go into that. It's just, you know, we won't need to, we don't need to talk about it. It's, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, is what I like to say. So, and, uh, the, the, it just, like, it just, I'm not, the troubles just, you know, keep going and going. It's just not, not for me, I guess. I don't know. I'm just I haven't found anybody yet. Not that I'm, you know, actively looking for anyone. I just get on occasionally and just send a message and just see where the conversation goes. Does it go anywhere? No. I don't know how. It doesn't go anywhere because I say more than hi before anybody jumps into my DMs or on the comments and say, 
are you saying more than just hey hi and hello yes I am every introduction that I send is highlighting points on that person's profile because if I'm gonna try and make a real connection with someone I want to make sure that I'm like I'm focused on them and trying to make them feel good and be like, okay, so yeah, he actually read my profile and is interested in me and wants to get to know me. So maybe I should, you know, pay attention to something he is saying because, and I'm not sending like long paragraphs. I'm just sending like a a few sentences like, hey, that's cool. I'm really into that movie too, or that series of movies too. What was your favorite, you know, this, or, hey, I love Harry Potter just as much as you, probably more, not to be, you know, full of myself, but I probably do know more about Harry Potter than anybody else. Uh, Come at me, besides the point. But I'm always trying to make a connection based on what you know, things we have in common, what, what's something that, you know, we could, you know, talk about that would make the other person be like, Hey, mm, he seems cool. And I feel like that's something everybody should do on dating apps. Look at the profile. Don't just look at the pictures and point out something on the profile and just be like, Hey, I like, you know, this, or I like you said this about this. And go from there. And hopefully that should spark a conversation and just let you get to know that person. Small talk sucks. It does. I don't like small talk. I'm not a small talker. I like to get straight to the point and just talk about whatever. So that I can, you know, let this, you know, move. I don't want it to move fast. I just want it. I don't like small talk. I, I hope not. I hope no one likes small talk. I don't. Maybe that's my problem. I don't like small talk. I don't know. Somebody tell me in the comments. Somebody slide in my DMs. Uh, plea for help. Slide in my DMs, please. Make me feel loved. Um, no, just, I'm just trying, like, uh, and I keep saying me. Me, 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 me. But mostly because it's, you know, this, this, is the, this is what I'm going through. And this is just my opinion on dating apps. But I feel like everybody should try to find something in you know, whoever's dating profile and point out a couple of things and make an introduction based off of those things. Don't say anything about somebody's physical appearance right off the bat. Even if it's something small, like, oh, you have a really beautiful smile, whatever. Say that shit for when y'all start flirting. That's just, it makes it seem like all you want is something physical. Talk about something in the profile that lets them know like, Hey, this person's actually interested in me, interested in me as a person, not physically. You know, there's nothing wrong with being physical, but make sure that you're, you know, talking to someone and making them feel comfortable. Like I said, what, five minutes ago, make that person feel comfortable let them feel like they can talk to you 
because I'm sure you want to feel like you can be talked to like a person also. So just do that. But even when I do that, it just doesn't seem to be working. And I'm a fucking catch. Anybody that knows me will tell you. I'm fucking great. I don't know about you. I know a lot of you don't know me. But the people that do know me who are listening, I'm fucking great. So uh, slide my goddamn DMs, okay? I'm tired of waiting. You down there. You over there. I hear you listening to me. Swipe right on your boy. It might be cool, you know, whatever. I'm just, um, I'm just playing. But, you know, if, you, if you're there, I like long walks on the beach. Uh, pina coladas in the sun. And I'm just, I'm just pulling your leg. I am a goofball, so I will continue to do that throughout the entirety of this podcast, not just this episode. Um, so, yeah, I'm a catch, but... I'm also not Mr. Rico Suave, so I don't want to do all that, ooh, baby, what's up, you know, take me out to dinner, no, but the other side, other downside is like, not all, not all dating apps are poly-friendly, and OkCupid's probably the most poly-friendly that I've ever run into, just because of, you know, what I said earlier, they have a selection to let you identify as ethically non-monogamous or polyamorous or, you know, whatever. And that I will always give OkCupid the thumbs up because they are, you know, one of the best motherfuckers out there. And um, so if anybody uh, from marketing is listening on uh, from OkCupid, uh, hit your boy up. I'll, I'll do some ads. You know, just, I'll do it for our cheese pizza. No, 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 pepperoni pizza. Let me get my money's worth. Uh, so, <laughs> that's why I like OkCupid so much. Um, Tinder's pretty good too, just because, you know, they don't, they don't really discriminate. I haven't had much luck with Tinder, because it's just like, Swipe, 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 swipe. And, you know, then what? Uh, but I don't, I feel like it's mostly used for just hookups. But that's been my experience so far. I don't really know. Like, that's just me. I don't know for sure what, you know, how well it works. Uh, my girlfriend uses Tinder quite often. She has made a couple of matches. Uh, She's talking to someone right now who, you know, seems to be, you know, pretty cool. So, bright side there, I guess. You know, thumbs up. Um, There are other dating apps that are, like, specific for polyamory. Um, I haven't used them for very long. It just seems like they're just... They just need a lot of updating. They seem really glitchy to me. I don't know. It's just they don't come off as, I don't know, their algorithm just doesn't seem right. And it just seems like there's a lot of unicorn hunting on there. So it's like, is it actually a polyamorous uh, 
dating app or is it just a unicorn app? I don't know. It doesn't seem like a polyam app to me. Um, I don't know. I feel I'm sure that I will get yelled at for that. But ask me if I give a shit. I don't because those apps kind of, you know, they kind of suck so far. And they don't have a lot huge following because not everybody who are polyamorous are completely out yet. And I guess they don't want to be seen. I don't know. I don't, I'm just assuming. But you know what they say about assuming. Um, another thing that's going to make some people mad is uh, I feel like men have it harder on dating apps. There, I said it. I said it. I'm probably going to get some hate for that, but say what you will. Um, and I think it's mostly because a lot of guys on dating apps are, I don't know, are, I guess the best term would be assholes, mostly because they get on these dating apps and they immediately want to make the conversation sexual and they're, you know, they might say that they're polyamorous, but they're just looking to quote unquote, hit it and quit it. And so they're giving everybody in the dating world a bad rep. So nobody wants to like communicate because, you know, how do you know if this person isn't going to, you know, talk normally for a couple of minutes and then out of left field hit you with the, you want to see my dick shit, you know, that, and I feel like that's why men have it harder on dating apps. And I probably shouldn't say that because, you know, women get bombarded with messages left and right. And a lot of them are probably, you know, over-sexualized comments like, hey, baby, nice tits, or let me see your butt, something ridiculous. Hey, you got pretty feet. Instead of like, hey, you have a really cute dog in your third photo. Let's have a doggy day date. You know, take each other's dogs to the dog park and get coffee while we walk our dogs at the dog park. Something, you know, I'm sure there's one in there like that. But because of the horde of horn dogs, they get, you know, overlooked because who wants to look through a weed of needles to find a specific needle that someone's looking for? And it just kind of sucks. But they just make that's just what makes it hard for everybody. And I don't know. And I feel like I'm rushing all of this episode, but I don't know. I've said a lot of great shit. And we're going to keep it moving. Because, I don't know, I just like it. Um, as for me, I've, I've sent a number of intros and to the matches that I've matched with. You know, pinpointing stuff on their on their profile, even the ones who have like three sentences on their profile, I will say something funny about that three sentences. At least I think it's funny. I personally think I'm the funniest person I know. I, yeah, I, I am hilarious to me. But I guess not everybody laughs at my jokes. Anyway, but they don't ever respond. 
even when I, you know, go out of my way to, you know, make a really long, like, not, I don't say long, even when I just make a really good, like, introduction, me- you know, message, and these people, I, you know, they like me back, and I'll say something, and they just don't respond. That that right there, in and of itself, is infuriatingly aggravating. Because if you like me, and you you get a message from me, just you know, say something. I'd be okay with if someone said, "Hey, what you said was funny," but I don't know if we're gonna vibe well. All right, cool. Uh, you know, I appreciate you responding. Thanks for laughing at my joke. And go from there. But like, just to straight up not respond. That sucks. That's a that's a that's a huge blow to the ego. And again, not like I'm conceited or anything, but like, damn dog, like, give your boy a break. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to go get some Mexican food, you know? Who doesn't like Mexican food? Or some pizza. Or some beer. Or a combination of the three. You know? Just let's let's have a good time. If we don't vibe after date one, that's cool. At least we had a good good food. But I feel like that's what makes dating hard is, is people, they want certain things. I guess they have like a criteria for a date and they just ignore everything else. And like if they don't meet that criteria, they just won't respond. Maybe maybe I'm overthinking it, but that's just that's just what it seems like to me at least. Um so what about you guys? What about y'all? Tell me what makes dating hard for y'all you know, comment on this episode, slide in my DMs, whatever. Tell me what makes it hard for you guys. We can have a, you know, we can have a discussion right there. And I'm going to do my best to respond to everybody's, you know, message, everybody's comment. And we'll go from there if, and see how, you know, how the how everybody differs in the dating world. Um, I, I'd love to hear from my listeners, actually. So, you know, if you want uh, if you want to send questions in my DMs, I will answer them in the next episode. Um, I'll do my best to answer all of them. Um, just let me know if you want to be anonymous or not, and we can go from there. But um, yeah, I'd love to have like a segment at the end of each episode where. You know, I answer listener questions. I feel like that would be really fun. So uh, let's get that going so we can go from there. And I think that would be awesome to do, you know, have a whole conversation about, you know, whatever topic we're talking about that day. And then in the end, we can have listener questions and I can answer some of your questions. They could be personal questions uh, about, you know, me, about dating, about, you know, how has poly, you know, changed my life? It could be stuff as simple as, 
you know, what what what's your favorite book? What's your favorite movie? Anything really? Um, even if you have questions for you know my wife, who I hope at some point would be a guest host, we could save those questions for times that she's going to be a host. Um, I'll say something at the end of the episode that'll be like, "Hey, so she's gonna be joining us for episode number whatever. Send your questions for her. things like that." Um, but yes, yeah, send me your DMs, send me your comments, questions, concerns, things of that nature. Um, let me know if you want to be anonymous or not, you know, whatever you want. Um, and we, we can, we can go from there. Um, as always, well, not always, uh, our sponsor for today's episode again is Wonderlust Studios, uh, she has been gracious enough to allow me what allow me to record in her studio around all of her art projects and that way I have somewhere quiet to focus and away from the noises of my animals uh, they get loud I'm sure you can hear them in the background sometimes in the other rooms but yeah, she's she's gracious enough to let us, you know, have a place to uh, talk and chit chat. So, you know, hit her up on Instagram, check out her art, and yeah, she's great. Um, somebody buy some stuff. I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, that's our sponsor and one and only sponsor for today. Um, so we're gonna wrap the episode there and go get drunk and get tattoos. Uh, all right, guys. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. We're gonna call it a night. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for laughing. Thank you for the DMs. Uh, a wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> as always, I am your host, the ethical man whore Jeremy Williams, and this has been the Ethical Man Whore Podcast. You guys have a good time, have a good weekend, stay safe, and always be ethical. Love you guys. Bye.